0: So I had to smile at this statement of Jesus that none of us can make a single hair white or black. I says, well, I guess that explains why I haven't been able to do anything about this over the years. And it looks to me when I look out at you that I'm not the only one who hasn't been able to do anything about that. So if you were asked, do you keep The commandments of God? I believe that most of you would probably answer, You bet I do. I don't kill. I don't steal.
1: I don't lie. I don't commit adultery.
0: And Jesus responds to that declaration from you in a way like he responded to what the rich young man said when he said about the commandments, the Ten Commandments, all of these I have kept from my youth. Can you imagine that?
1: We've got people here have
0: kept these commandments since they were this big and it says in the gospel that when the rich young man said this Jesus looked at him and loved him and my friends he looks
1: at you and he loves you
0: because it is no small matter to Jesus try to give what he asks and do what he requires, it moves him. It touches the heart of Jesus with love when we obey.
1: But he does not stop there.
0: today's gospel, just as with the rich young man, Jesus goes deeper. He takes a deeper dive. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors of old, but I say to you, he declares, Not just you shall not murder, but whoever nurses anger with his brother in his heart will be liable to judgment.
1: Whoever insults his brother will be liable to fiery gehenna,
0: strong language. Not just, you shall not commit adultery. But whoever looks at a woman with lust in his thoughts commits adultery with her in his heart. Do you notice what's happening here? He seems to regard the Ten Commandments not as the limit, the sum total,
1: of what God is asking, but rather as the starting point of
0: what God is asking. The Ten Commandments are not the end of the story. And in each case, Jesus goes deeper And when he does so, it becomes clear that it's not simply external conformity to rules imposed on us from the outside that God's after. He's also after an interior transformation whereby I and you, become aligned to God on the inside. Aligned with his deepest desires for us as human beings. You know what that tells us? That a Christian is someone who allows the word of God to affect more than his actions. Actions. Important as that is. But a Christian is someone who allows the word of God to penetrate. To permeate his inner life. So that it can transform his thoughts. His attitudes. And even inform what feelings he nurses inside. You see, it is our inner life, our private self, that Jesus also wants to transform. Our private self. That self that only you and I and God sees. So yes, he wants to rid us of adultery. But he also wants to purify my thought
1: life. Yes, he wants to root out killing, but he also wants to free me from
0: being mastered by anger. He wants to free me from hurtful speech. And we all know speech can hurt, can it? Especially when that speech comes from those who owe you love. Those who are closest to you who ought to honor you and instead they dig a dagger in your heart with their words and it hurts. And Jesus has come to purify the heart from which hurtful speech comes, he takes the deeper dive. Now, why is he diving deeper? Jesus is urging us to pursue holiness.
1: Yeah. urging us to pursue
0: holiness. It means to be holy is not for the select few or for the religious elite, whoever they are. I don't know if I met any of them. Well, maybe John Paul. John Paul II, You that guy they made a saint. Mother Teresa, that woman. But Jesus is saying is for everyday common folks like you and like
1: me. You know, my friends,
0: why are you fussing about holiness? It's because holiness makes for happiness. Now I've got to say that one again. Holiness for
1: happiness.
0: What a different way of thinking about religion. That Jesus has called us to himself and to holiness because holiness is meant to make us happy. Now, I didn't make that up. I got that from Jesus. So on Sundays, we're going through Jesus' famous sermon on the Mount. Begins in Matthew chapter 5, goes through chapter 7. Probably the most memorable sermon Jesus preached. And the way it begins is with the Beatitudes. You remember those? Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the peacemakers and so forth. And this phrase, blessed are, could also be translated, how happy are.
1: You see, Jesus Christ wants you to be happy.
0: Isn't that good news? Jesus Christ wants you to be happy. And holiness makes for happiness. But sin makes us miserable. Can you hear Amen on that? Is there anybody here that sin makes happy? Raise
1: your hand. Now, sin can
0: give you pleasure, can it? But when the pleasure fades, oh, what misery. Wherever you have a relationship where misery is reigning, when you trace the misery to its roots, what do you find? Sin. have a marriage where they used to be happy and now they're miserable and you trace that misery to its roots what do you find? Sin. Sometimes you find misfortune but we got a habit of responding to misfortune with sin. Or you take relationship between parents and children. That's gone sour. And you trace that sourness to its roots. And what do you find? You guessed it. Sin.
1: Jesus wants you to be happy.
0: And so let me ask, let me pose a question. Do you just want to get by
1: with God? Is your
0: soul concerned? What's the minimum requirements I need to meet in order for
1: God to let me in heaven? If
0: that's all you're aiming for, the minimum requirements, you know what? Jesus
1: looks on you with love Because it moves his heart that he want at least that. But my friends,
0: if you want to be wonderfully. And profoundly happy. Jesus invites you. Take the deeper
1: dive. Don't just settle.
0: For minimal requirements. But let the word of God. Penetrate your interior life. Let that word of God transform your thoughts, your attitudes. Let it shape your response to those feelings that arise, those negative ones. Let him transform your private self. And then, my friends... You will be on that pathway that Jesus says leads to
1: happiness.